Hi, I'm Ken Kaplan. And I'm Phil Worthington. And this is You Heard It Here. So uh, apparently there seems to be some sort of problem with our uh, intro music. You know, I was playing that just for Dave M. one last time. <laughs> uh, we're working on a new entrance. Apparently, apparently, I believe the quote was something like 80s teenage girl dance music or something. I will have to bring it's that It's the only up. music we have that goes with the mirror ball we have here in the studio. <laughs> you know, and my leggings, hello, <laughs> right. gag me with a spoon. <laughs> uh, we're working on that, folks, you know... Uh, not everything comes. We're trying to get a, an opening done that doesn't involve our voices and stuff like that. And the 80s was the last decade I liked anyway. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of with you. There yeah. was a lot of good things in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, there there was... Uh... John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Splash okay. dance. Flash dance. Yeah. Not splash dance. <laughs> Red Dawn The porno version was splash dance. Oh, all right. I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I'm, oh, let me write that down. Splash <laughs> dance. I did not see that one. But something tells me... Wow, that doesn't happen very often. I know. That's why I didn't recognize it. Something tells me now it's going to be more like Bigfoot dance. <laughs> oh, that's so dirty. Uh, good morning, Ken. Good morning, Phil. Or good afternoon. It's actually afternoon. It's afternoon. Uh, I was going to start off with something that's 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 very odd, and and to our listeners, this is not going to seem like all that odd because I'm sure they all have a better social life than I do. Yeah, that's probably a fair bet. But for the first time since possibly the '80s, right? I, right. Look, perfect. right. I mean, right. It perfectly fits in with our theme music. That's what brought it up. There you go. In the last 12 months, I've actually seen three movies in the movie theater. That's I saw another one this weekend. Per, did you pay? I did not pay for the movie. Okay. Well, then that does sort of just, that jives then. Okay. If you had paid for it, I'd be. But I did, did buy. You, how, how many of these three movies did you pay for? Two out of, two out of three. You paid for two out of three. Paid for two out of three and I bought Do you know how much on-demand programming you could buy for that? I know. Okay. But I bought, I bought food. At this last one, I went to that's an more Alamo draft house, uh, and, and that's actually food's more expensive than the getting in, right? Yeah, it was, but I was really surprised. That, oh God, this sounds like a commercial for them. I don't want to do that. I was actually really surprised at how cheap the food was, and it was decent. Well, yeah. Did you get popcorn? No, because popcorn in movie theaters runs about a hundred dollars a quart now. No, no, no. I, I got a. Have you ever been to an Alamo draft house? No. I don't know if I can go back to a regular movie theater now. I sat in my seat. There yeah. was a table in front of me. Mm-hmm. And there was a table behind me for the people behind me, so I wasn't crowded to the people. A wait, waiter came around, along, and they had waitresses too, came along, took my order. I got a beer. I got a soda. I got chicken wings. I mean, uh, chicken fingers and french fries all delivered to my seat. I never had to get up. That's nice. Bottomless. I thought this was the steal of the century. Bottomless Coke Zero, four dollars. They obviously hadn't been. They hadn't been warned. <laughs> warned that you were coming. That deal's ruined. Yeah. Just so that everybody knows. That's that deal's that, off the table now. Yeah, right. Um, but you know, I mean, I think the beer was was four dollars. I got a draft beer. Okay, so they're working on volume. They're working your, on volume. Your, your average movie theater wants to charge you two dollars for a candy bar. Right. Five dollars for a bucket of. Uh, at least five. When I talk about it, it was like nine dollars for a bucket. Yeah, oh my god, of popcorn in the movie theater I went to a couple weeks ago. Wow, that's that's kind of scary. I went to a movie. You went to a movie. Three well, of them now. Well, you know, I mean, I, I went. We we went to one in the springtime. We went to the. That doesn't count. I I see. I counted that. <laughs> I last think we were the months. only people in the theater. We were. There was three of us. There were, we were the only three people when we went to see the uh, on any Sunday too. Right. Uh, obviously, I saw Star Wars, but I went and I saw the new Quentin Tarantino movie, The Hateful Eight. Which has not gotten good reviews, by the way. I kind of liked it. Okay. That, that, I laughed. That doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> I, I, I laughed. So that should tell you people get punched in the face. Okay. Um, yeah. I laughed because that's the type of guy I am. You know, 
Tarantino's one of those guys that everybody tries to make his movies more than they are. Okay. Like they're these big statements about society and all this stuff. Okay. I find it funny. I think his movies in general are pretty funny, and I think he thinks they're funny. I don't think he thinks, oh, my God, I'm making an Academy Award film. I think he's saying, I'm going to make some money. And I don't know why Django Unchained got so many great reviews. Right. This was a better movie. Well, I can tell you why Django Unchained got so many better reviews. Because the liberals wanted it to exactly. be. Because it's a slavery movie. And it's that's, a slavery movie. And in the, in the politically correct world we live in, that's gonna, that people are going to pump it out no matter how bad it is. I mean, this had... All the great makings of a great Western, but mm. with comedy. Right. It had Boyd Crowder from Justified. As Boyd Crowder? No, he was... Did he have breasts? No. It was, I did not say Sons of Anarchy. I <laughs> okay. said Justified. Okay. It had Boyd Crowder. It had Samuel L. Jackson. It had Kurt Russell with a big mustache. So is Samuel L. Jackson like married to Quentin Tarantino? I think they are. I, I don't know if has he. I think the only movie he's made without him was the uh, Ren- Reservoir Dogs. Yes, I think you're right. You know, um, but I thought it was pretty. It was entertaining. You know what? Mm-hmm. It was god awful long. Two and a half hours. I'm actually like surprised that. you went and saw that movie. <laughs> well, a, a common friend of ours. Yes. Who. Uh, his wife and daughter went away for the weekend, so he actually had the ability to go out and do things. And because Boyd Crowder, it looked like in the previews, Boyd Crowder was going to show down with Samuel L. Jackson. That's like on his bucket list. Okay. <laughs> so so he said, he said, my wife's out of town and I don't get to do much and everything. So we went and caught a, a movie, dinner, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Because he, he's all... He's a homebody. Stuck. He's a homebody. Right. You know, works a lot in a homebody. So it was uh, It was more of a... It was like a bachelor weekend for him kind of thing, get to go out and do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a movie theater. That's, and he was like... He goes to me, he's like, we're going to go to this one movie theater. I'm like, well, it's showing earlier at this other place. He's like, but they don't bring beer to your seat. Right. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hey. Right. Uh, so that, that's kind of why I do it. But I, I enjoyed it. I don't know why it's getting beat up. It's getting beat up because of Tarantino primarily. Did Tarantino's been getting very political recently. You know, I didn't think it was that political. It was get, uh, he, he came out and he started talking about murder killer cops. Oh. And that right now is not, I mean, he's getting, he's been getting panned by a lot of people. A lot of cops are boycotting his movie. This movie because he came out and basically started calling cops killer cops, and the statistics don't bear that out. Though. You know, Hillary Clinton's leading a presidential election according to her camp yeah. by doing well, that. Well, if she so if Hillary puts out a movie, again, I imagine the cops will boycott again, that too. Again, we go to last week's discussion. I don't give a damn what his political views are. Right. Well, no, I hear you. You know, uh, I thought it was I, I an entertaining you. movie. Lots I hear you, but but, but that, I'm just giving you the reason why this it's it's getting uh, it's getting panned. It's get, it's getting paying for a lot of different reasons but his movies tend to be campy was this very campy yes it was very campy okay it was it was campy to a point of comical campy okay well which is usually aren't his are usually just stupid for the most part yeah yeah i mean i think of some of his movies and i kind of thought that they're like okay they're only funny from a ridiculousness standpoint they're not funny from a haha standpoint i think i think his best movie was jackie brown Okay, well, I mean... I mean, I really just enjoyed the plot line to that, yeah. the whole thing to I it. I know most people would say his... his when he, De Niro shot that girl I, I for not shutting see, up was did, the funniest thing I've I, seen. I think... Well, funny, maybe, but I think his... his, his he, The mark he set with Pulp Fiction was sort of... That's kind of the mark for him. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, everybody thinks and, and, of. Right, and this movie was nothing like that. Right, okay. You know, at least I didn't feel that way, and I think that's why the critics, because a lot of the critics agree with him on the cop killing things. Uh, well, a lot of the liberal ones do, right. but so, but you know, there's a lot of cops in the country, and if they all boycott and they get their friends to boycott, yeah, you know, it kind of snowballs to a certain. You know extent. what? If they have a problem with that, then the cop union should stop supporting Democrats. That's all. I oh, I would agree with that. You know, I mean, it's like my sister's teacher union up in New York State. Oh, my, uh, Governor. Governor Cuomo is screwing us over, and they're all going to go vote for him again next time. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, that That's just the way I feel about that. But I just wanted to bring I just wanted to bring that up. I, I, I enjoyed the movie. I don't know why it's getting beat up. People are weird. Well, it's getting beat up for a lot of different reasons, but like I said, so, a big part of it is nobody likes it when movie makers get political, period. Anyway. I, I kind of don't. Oh, speaking of that. 
So they got the 13 hour of Benghazi movie coming out. Yeah, that actually looks like it's going to be pretty good. Here, here's, I don't know. I don't know anything about Michael Bay because well, I saw an interview you, with him you, today. You actually do because you've seen some Michael Bay movies, but Have you don't I? think about it. Yeah, Michael Bay is famous for the Transformer movies. Never seen them. You never saw any of the Transformer movies? No. Wow, and you're a Transformer kid. You kind of grew up in Transformer yeah, time. Yeah, I kind of didn't really like the Transformers. Yeah, but you because you. You thought they were sexually transforming. That's why. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought I thought they were like Bruce Jenner's more <laughs> yeah. than meets the eye. Um, Caitlyn Jenner, whatever. Um, so I, you know, I kind of like looked. At, I saw an interview at locally here in D.C. area. Uh, the Fox Morning Show has a guy Ken and I both know from radio, mm-hmm. terrestrial radio. McCarthy, uh, Kevin McCarthy, doing the movie reviews. So it cracks me up that he's gotten as much as he got picked on around that station. Oh, all when the you time! And I, all the time! Right? They relentlessly picked on this kid, and now he has the best life of all of them, doing his dream. Oh yeah, absolutely. So every morning that I think about it, I watch his movie reviews mm-hmm. just because I get a kick out of him showing up. Everybody at that station. Oh yeah, I mean I've actually seen him on Fox News. Yeah, as no, well, every morning. Stuff. Right. Well, you know, I, I I mean the you know Fox the, yeah, News the channel, big, the, the big Fox News. Yeah. You know, and I'm, 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 I kind of feel like I'm proud of that, proud of him because he, 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 he fought he, through. He, he, he was sort of bullied by the junkies. He was bullied by the junkies. He was bullied by everybody at that station. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, the junkies was a sports show for those of you not from the area, right? The DC area. Uh, but you know, I was watching him, and, and he interviewed Michael Bay about the Thirteen Hours movie that's mm-hmm. coming out. You know, and he was saying, "I have all this." extra stuff I got from the CIA and I was wondering, he's like, because this real story needs to be told and anytime a film director says the real story needs to be told, I mean, there are people that think the Django on Train was a real story. Right, no, I hear you. You know, uh, Michael Moore doesn't tell real stories and I just didn't know if Michael Bay is going to make one of those political make Hillary not look bad movies. Well, some, some of the stuff I've read about it is that the movie is, um, it avoids some subject matter that would be more politically sensitive, uh, but it, but it does at least uh, tell the story seventy five to eighty percent correct without you know taking too much literary license. So sounds interesting to me. I, I will probably see it. I don't know that I'll go to a movie theater to see I, it. I'm gonna go to a movie right. theater to see it, but I'll probably watch it. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, when it comes on demand. When it comes out on demand. Because right. that's the way to watch movies now. That is the way to watch movies. Well, that or Netflix. That or Netflix, Which yeah. Netflix covers, in case you weren't listening to previous shows, Amazon Prime, Hulu. When yep. I say Netflix, I mean all those. That's right. Uh, Ken, what are we going to talk about when we get back? When we come back, we're going to actually kind of continue along this theme. I'm going to talk about a little poli- political correctness, correctness, I'm sorry, and the Big Easy. The Big Easy. <laughs> So, Phil, uh, did you okay. know? Did you know what? I, I'm, I'm listening. Okay. Did you know you can actually remove history? Yes, I did. Just like 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 a whiteboard. Yes, no, you, I you can do that. that can I, that more than anybody? <laughs> yes, right. You know I understand that. Matter yeah. of fact, on the way to the hateful eight, and I don't want to hijack what mm-hmm. you were going to say. On the way to the hateful eight, the person I was riding with says to me, "Have you ever heard a wounded knee?" <laughs> and I was like, "You think yeah. on my birthday? Yeah, right. I've been on my birthday." Right. Uh, yes. So, um, yes, I know you can change history. Yes, you can definitely change history. And they're attempting to do that right now in uh, New Orleans, uh, where they had voted a few weeks ago to remove four Confederate monuments that have been on the city streets for more than a century. I don't know how I feel about all that. I know exactly how I feel about it. I, I absolutely know how I, I feel about it. All right. Because, so go ahead, because I, I and I'm not. It's not the politically correct part of me that says I want those down. But go ahead. Okay. Uh, the city council voted six to one in support of taking down the Jefferson Davis, uh, General Robert E. Lee, the Battle of 
Liberty Place and the, I don't know what this stands for, PGT Beauregard statues. PGT. Beauregard. So I don't know what the, the PGT is, but let's just say it's the Beauregard statues. The, it's supposed to cost, to remove the statues, $170,000. And PGT Beauregard was a Southern military officer. Okay. PGT, I guess, is probably, oh, Pierre Gustave Taunton Beauregard. Okay. So that was the guy's name. Okay. <coughs> and they're saying it's going to cost upwards of $1 million to replace them with new statues because they'd have to have them made, right? Right. Uh, and that's actually pretty cheap considering they spent, what, $700,000 just on that one Martin Luther King statue that was a disaster. <laughs> right, in right. That's, that's, well, go ahead. All that's right. true, but the, the statues they had now were paid for over a century ago. Right. Uh, City Council President Jason Williams compared the decision to cutting uh, the umbilical cord between the city and its pro-slavery past. But, of course, actually burning history books will do the same thing, right? You know, Hitler was fond of that. Right, exactly. New Orleans Mayor... Mitch Landrieu, who is the brother of former Democratic Senator Mary Landrieu, commended the ruling and signed the ordinance into law immediately following the vote. Okay. That does not surprise me. It, it, because, you know, in a it, city it, it, where it you let all do, your people drown 10 years ago. It, it actually does. It does surprise me. It shouldn't, but it still does surprise me. Um, and, and, and all this has been going on across the country after the mass shooting at the Black Church in Charleston, South Carolina, what, about six months ago, right? Right. Um, so following the shooting, the New Orleans mayor's office began discussing whether the Confederate flag and other related items were appropriate to, to display on government property. Here's why I'm against it. Okay. Okay. Why, why I'm not a big fan of the Confederate flag. All right. M more importantly, mm -hmm. th there's two uh, things. One, the flag that these people are complaining about actually isn't the Confederate flag. It's the Confederate battle flag. It's the battle flag of Northern Virginia, but the what, Army of which Northern was taken Virginia, on as the Confederate battle which flag, which was taken on by that. So, right. I, 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 it cracks me up when somebody says, "I want to burn the Confederate flag," and you show them the Confederate flag and they can't identify it, right? Because they they are mistaken, right? Um, why I'm against it is because I'm not a fan. I think. 70 years ago, um, not more than 70 years ago now, I think 120 years ago, mm -hmm. they should have never put these things up. The, the, they should have, because when you lose, why are you celebrating your loss? Nobody is what, running around Minnesota today going, whoo, let's go Vikings. Well, let, let me, let me, okay, think about My, it. Go ahead. Native Americans, you pretty much wipe them off the face of the planet, and there ain't many statues to them. Right. Yeah, you know, I just that think is, that's you, true. Nobody, you I'll don't know, go to right, 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 we I don't go to Germany and see the statues to Hitler and the Nazis. There used to be a lot more statues to Native Americans than there are nowadays. They yes. were all outside. Every one of them was standing outside of a, a, a smoke shop, a smoke yes, shop, holding a thing of cigars. I know. But like, you don't go to Germany and see stuff to the Nazis. You know, when you're in Italy, you don't see stuff saying, oh, my God, Mussolini. Mm -hmm. What is you? You got your ass. Uh, well, we're living in the South. This is different. Newsflash. Mm -hmm. 150 years ago, you got the ass kicking of a lifetime. Uh, not totally true. I mean, there was the, there were a lot of Confederate victories during the Civil War. There was, mm -hmm. but once it turned, it got bad. And there was a lot of you did. It got, it got and, bad after we took Richmond. Yes. And, mm -hmm. and and you got an ass kicking. Yeah. The, the Nazis won a bunch of battles, too, before they got their ass kicked. Yeah, and kicked. the Nazis have television programs now. <laughs> yes, okay. I know. And Al Gore and stuff like that. I get it. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, is 150 years ago, you lost. Why are you celebrating it? Okay, well, so let's talk about it a little bit. Okay, the difference between, like, Hitler, who was a dictator, mm -hmm. who... Who's Pretty closer to Lincoln than Jefferson Davis? I'll give you that. In any case, this we're talking about a, a civil a war that took place between in one country it was a civil war, right? So technically, in the South, their heroes were not the Yankee generals; their heroes were the Confederate generals. I, I understand that, but poor poor planning on the on the Reconstruction people 
whoever whoever led that up, and I, I'm going to throw Ulysses S. Grant because mm-hmm. that's just a name that's popping into my head. Right. But why did they allow him to celebrate? I, I don't. That sounds so bad. Why did they allow him to celebrate it? But there should have been some common sense back then saying, why are you celebrating people that... That lost? That lost, that that were, rebell- were rebellious, traitorous, what? murderous. I mean... Why, why do you say that? Why were they murderers? Why was, why was Robert E. Lee rebe- a murderer? It, they, they rebelled against... The, if... if, if mm-hmm. God willing, the Democrats rebelled against the United States. Mm-hmm. Occupy... Occupy. They were the Occupy Wall Street of their day. Okay, so if the Democrats rebel and, and we Jesus, and, get to shoot them and we and we wipe them out, yeah, I'll be okay with uh, putting uh, up an Occupy Wall Street. No, I'll flag? be I'll be okay. Gay rights. I'll be, I'll, what are you thinking? I'll be okay with California if San Francisco wants to put up a Nancy Pelosi statue. I'd be fine with it. See, I don't know if I would because I would I don't want to. I want to take that completely out of history. I like the idea of pigeons pooping on her. That's so, uh, you know. uh, kind of. Okay, but but I so I just don't know why those are there in the first place. Why are you celebrating? Because you're not the you, loss. Okay, they're not celebrating the loss. They did that. They did that to be jackasses. They're not celebrating the loss. They're celebrating these people that they felt did heroic deeds in in a cause that they thought was just, even though they ended up losing in the end. You can still be a hero and lose. So so turn turn the tides. Mm-hmm. Some guy in Hamburg, Germany, puts up a Hitler's Hitler mm-hmm. statue. Mm-hmm. The world will go crazy, w- whoa, even whoa, though whoa. if he says, "Man, I thought what Hitler was w- doing was just." We have an American Nazi Party. There is an American Nazi Party today that exists in this country. <laughs> you, you got a website? For it? <laughs> yeah, no, right. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I, I just you know I, I think 150 years ago because. It's, I don't, you know, everybody goes, okay, oh. So, so wait a minute now. So let's think about this now. So you're okay with them taking it down, but your your reasoning for them taking it down is that you think that you lost the war, you don't deserve to be celebrated. Is that correct? Yeah, kind of. Okay. But that's not the motivation for taking it down. I, I understand okay. that. Right? Okay. But, but part of it, part of it is that, part of it is that these people who, they're using it as a tool change people are using they say oh anytime you see that it's racist and that's completely wrong mm-hmm. how many people watched the dukes of hazard for years i never knew that flag was racist well, i'm sure there were some there were some group of people that that did think it was nobody would ever spook, any, speak out against there are, there are there are some people and we all know who they are who think that any sign of the confederacy is racist because the Confederacy is a symbol of slavery. Right. And and right. It, right. And I'm not I'm not all opposed uh, okay. I, I, I don't like the idea of them being pressured to take it down on that reason. Mm-hmm. But I think I think over the last seventy five years or so, mm-hmm. you probably should have got rid of it anyways. A hundred years later, man, it's time for it to go I, You know, I see I I just we don't agree on this because I think it's it's part of history. Okay? Good, bad, or indifferent. I don't think you should ever try and hide history. I think all the things you do that are good and all the things you do that are horrible but should, we, should be recognized. We, we already don't teach history right, but to kids that, in school nowadays. Yeah, I, I understand. I mean, they don't. I, I understand. I, and and I'm not. So what's 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 the famous saying that if you that if you um, ignore history, you're you, doomed to repeat. You're it. doomed to repeat it, right? Yes. So I think you ought you ought to do that. Good, bad, indi- or indifferent. That you should symbols of history are worth. They're symbols and they're important. And and you know, as Obama likes to say, it's a learning opportunity. But to say you should take down a statue of Robert E. Lee, people probably don't even. People probably don't even know anything about Robert E. Lee other than the fact that he was one of the most prominent generals on the Confederate side. Right. And and you're going to take him down because any sign of the Confederacy is a sign of slavery. But you know what? Slavery happened. Yes, it did. It happened. It's real. Yes, it did. Okay, so... It's still happening. (laughs) It It is still happening. In in Africa, it's still happening. Well, and my wife wife thinks it's happening, too. Your wife, you know, uh, it's still happening. Yeah, but... 
the my 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 whole point is that this is all based on political correctness, okay? It's that any sign of the Confederacy is not acceptable in this day and age. Well, you know what? It's part of our history. Period. When was the last time you saw a caveman dragging a woman by her hair? You'll never... <laughs> when cartoons when you were a kid, right? Oh, my right? God, that was one of my favorite ones. Right, but you don't see that anymore. No, Why? Because it's not politically correct. But it was part of history. That really happened. <laughs> we don't... <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there, Phil. I was close, but not quite there. Um, I, my, my, my point of the whole thing is that, that I don't think you should, you should hide history. And we certainly haven't hidden his, Hitler. Oh, yes, we have. No, no, absolutely. We we've have not we've totally changed the whole narrative on Hitler. I, I, you know, I was actually talking to some liberals who were trying to explain to me Hitler wasn't a socialist and he was a right winger. He's the prototypical socialist. I said it was the Nationalist Socialist Party. (laughs) Exactly. How could he not be a socialist? Right. Yeah. You know, so I'm not saying I'm not saying that I I, I agree with you. Don't take it down because of trends that are going on and we should teach history. I'm saying they probably should have never been put up because they were losers. It's like celebrating Eli Manning's father, Archie Manning. Mm -hmm. Loser. I don't care what his sons do. <laughs> he was a loser. These guys were losers. But would, it, but would, would you be offended if uh, the city of New Orleans put up a statue to Archie Manning? Yes. <laughs> See, I could care less. It's their city. I would be offended because, it's, it's because I'm a Giants fan. And I have to watch his idiot son play all the time. It's their city. Because some mad guy shoots up a bunch of people in an African-American I, I, church in Charleston, South called, Carolina. And, you know what? That's a symbol of a madman That's that does not a erase history. Or a Democrat. Well, I mean, look, that guy shot up down down south of here in Roanoke. He shot up that news station. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That guy had gay flags well, he, in his apartment. He, he Nobody wanted to ban that. He didn't shoot up the news station. He shot the reporter. He shot the reporter. And the thing. cameraman, right. Right. Nobody wanted to ban the gay flags, and he had his big gay flag hanging up in his apartment. Well, that, my, whole, my whole point is that... We we go out of our way to try and be politically correct, and there there is there's a cost to doing that, and the cost of doing that is it's it, it's it's a an attempt to forget history, in my opinion, because it's not in this day and age it's offensive to some people, and history is real. History should be recognized and celebrated <laughs> and decried when appropriate. It shouldn't be hidden because when you hide history, you Repeat the mistakes you've made in the past. But are we not repeating the p- mistakes of the past mm-hmm. by doing that? I mean, I live off a of John Mosby Highway. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. The average person in the United States has no idea who that is. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you do. Just, I do. I okay. absolutely do. Yeah. So, so Google it. Here you go, people. Google it. John right. Mosby. Yep. Right. The highway. I don't live on that highway. But the highway that that's off of, that guy was pretty much a loser. It's about he, he lost. He was on the wrong side. Well, I, how do you say? How do you know he was on the wrong side? He fought as a Confederate. Uh, well, they well, lost. They, okay, that that losing doesn't make you on the wrong side. All right, I don't want right. to. Right. But but the fact that that name's still out there is mm-hmm. kind of like holding on to. I went to Robert E. Lee High School. Is, don't you feel like that's holding on to something that was? For the lack of a better term, mm-hmm. anti-American. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There was they nothing, took up there was arms nothing... and left the country. Yes. Like, I get pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to know what offends me? Yeah. Everybody who tells me that uh, Remember the Alamo mm-hmm. was a great American battle cry. <laughs> you want to piss me off? Tell me that. Right. Because you're just an idiot. Right. When people sit there and say the rebel yell is a great American battle cry, no, they we they was weren't Americans. Yeah, but you know what I you know what I agree with you uh, on, on on all those points. But so why I, I also, in my country I, that one do mm-hmm. I want tributes to losers? Because it's history, Phil. I mean, it's it's. Then I'm history. going to change the name of the road, and fr- I'm going to petition to change the name of the road in front of the studio to Adolf Hitler way. Do, do you? I mean, <laughs> do, do you think that there that there weren't any atrocities created on the northern side during oh, the there Civil was War? Tons of right, and 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 a lot of those people have, have statues, and no one for a moment is talking about taking those statues down. And the reason they who? don't, the reason they don't, who and who what? 
who, okay, as somebody that grew up in the North, mm-hmm. right? I lived in Massachusetts mm-hmm. for five years when I went to college. Mm-hmm. I'm from New York. Mm-hmm. I can't name of a road okay. that I've been on yeah. in the North named after a Northern general. Really? You haven't seen a Grant Avenue anywhere? I can think of a, several of them. Okay, but I don't know. And I, there's statues I of Grant. I don't think you could. I don't think you could trace those back to Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, I think you could. You I can. bet most of them. Uh, no, nah, I bet most of them are family names that were before I, well, that. I'll, because way. because most of the Grant Avenues I know mm-hmm. were around before the Civil War. I will bet you that there are some you can trans, you can do that. And I bet I'll bet I'll bet you I could. You go out there and Google statues of Ulysses S. Grant. You're going to find a bunch of them. And and there's and there's a lot more than that. There's a lot more Northern generals. Um, uh, but Grant, Grant, you can make the about, argument. How, president. how about Sherman? Where's Where's Sherman's highway? I, you, you go out, Google it. I guarantee you, there are statues, and there are, is there are memorabilia relating to uh, Sherman who basically burned people alive. I, I, I you know, I, look. I, okay, so I did a Google search just as we were talking. Mm-hmm. Highways named after Union generals. You know what they came up with? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Okay. It says. How about statues? Thousands of miles of highways for Confederate generals, but they don't, I, I'm not finding any of them. I'll bet you there's statues of pretty much every notable Union general, no matter what they did. You know, there are going to be statues in there. I, I, don't have a pro, I don't have a problem with statues in their hometown. Robert E. Lee wasn't from Louisiana. Okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to say this, and, and, and I hope people don't take it the wrong way, but slavery happened. Yes, it it's did. It's real. And to say that because somebody fought on the Confederate side, that and because the Confederate the Confederacy was in favor of slavery is complete BS in my opinion. Okay, the only thing I got is McPherson Square in Washington. DC. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's right. it. Well, Everything else is named after Confederates. Mm-hmm. Well, there's other statues. I guarantee you there are I, statues. I, I, I get that. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Just in but general, would you would you would you recommend taking down statues of of Union generals? No, they won. Okay, so your measure is whether you win or not. Right. Okay. You know, nobody uh-huh. puts up. Nobody puts up. Okay. Nobody puts up Kaiser Wilhelm High School. Anybody go to Kaiser Wilhelm High School? No, but you come. You know what? You come Mussolini from, Drive. You you come from Long Island, right? Yeah. And so you probably don't see why some people in the South look favorably on their. We don't have, we don't have King George Highway or King George County on Long Island. No, but we do around here. You right? do around here because right. the South celebrates losers. Okay. You heard it here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you like how I played that in? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, that's all I have to say on the subject. We're not going to agree on it. No, we're not. No. Clearly not. You, you come down to winners and losers, and I come down to history is real, and history should be recognized. You're probably right on this. I probably <laughs> am. <laughs> I'm not arguing that I, you're I, right. I, I'm I, just arguing. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So when we come back, what are you going to talk about? Um... People that are losers. <laughs> no, actually, I want to talk. Uh, we'll stay on the military topic. I want to talk about a First Amendment rights issue that came up this week that has a lot of people I know bet. I don't really know. I'll probably be on the wrong side of history on this one, too. <laughs> Back here on you heard it here on ntnradio.com. I got that in there. You see, I slipped uh, that in. You did do that. We didn't get that in to begin with. We didn't get that in to begin with. We kind of like dove right into things when we got here because I got the board working. Notice we didn't talk about screw ups that I had made today. Uh, that's actually, you're right. Very good. Pat, I, I, we haven't ended the show, so that's, there's still plenty of time. That's a good but point. But we, we, we are, we are recording, up. right? Oh, yeah. No, we <laughs> okay. are. A lot of the people on my Facebook are military veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in particular who we both know is a guy who has battled some issues since he got out of the military 
and stuff. He's got a little bit of PTSD. But he posted up an article that I read, and it was about a guy who won a court case, a First Amendment court case, about being able to wear medals that he didn't earn from a un- from his service in the military. Medals he had bought, because you can purchase right. them. He, he, bu- he pretty much looked like he bought... They didn't really mention the medals that were of question in the article I read. I'm sure it's out mm-hmm. there somewhere. But they had a picture of the Purple Heart on the thing. Okay. Now, to a lot of veterans, that's... Ooh, not a. I, I think I would. You know, I, I I'm not a veteran, but I imagine that a lot of a lot of veterans don't like the idea of you wearing a medal you haven't earned. Yes, I get that. But the mm. courts in liberal America, yeah. well, I, you know, and I'll be honest, I'm not sure that this is a liberal stand. But the courts have pretty much said that the guy has the right to wear those medals. Now he doesn't have the rights to benefit from those. You know, like if he, he, I guess, I guess kind of what they said from what I've read was saying that like he can't get benefits, like he can't portray himself to receive charity stuff or anything like that as uh, being wounded right, okay. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But he's, they can't, that there's no legal stopping him from wearing those. Unfortunately, I kind of agree with the court. You think that you should be able to wear a medal you haven't earned? Who are you to tell me what I can wear? I, listen, fat women shouldn't be able to wear spandex, but they do. But it's not, yeah. But you're not, you're not talking about a piece of cl- piece of clothing. You're talking kind of are. No, you're talking, you're talking about an award. Can I wear a wedding ring even though I'm not married? Yeah, but you don't want to earn that, right? You, you know, a divorce. We should make divorce rings. Yeah. Oh my God, we'd be rich. I'd have four of them. Then. <laughs> You'd need more fingers, right? Um. I know a lot of the veterans I know are going to be really pissed off at me when they hear this. Mm-hmm. But I kind of I kind of feel like, you know, I kind of agree. Even though he didn't earn it, mm-hmm. if he's not collecting the benefits from it, like he's mm-hmm. not scamming somebody by saying that, mm-hmm. he's not misrepresenting himself except for that. Like he didn't fill out paperwork saying, now if he filled out paperwork saying I'm a wounded vet and I should get this, no, that's that's a scam. Right. But Well, I mean, I see where you're coming from. You, what you're you're basically saying this is almost like a freedom of speech issue, right? Right? That uh, you know, if you if you want to wear that, well, um, listen, total douchebag move by the guy. Total right. douchebag move. Mm-hmm. But what, what what were they asking for sanctions, do you know? Uh, you know the the people that were suing or, or are they asking for them not to be able to wear it anymore? Or yeah, they, for the, for people not to be able to wear medals that they didn't I don't, earn. I don't know how a court could ever act on that. Right. Right? I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how uh, because I, I, I that that that's sort of a tough thing. I, I agree with you. Uh, I hate to say this. I, I tend to agree with you. I think it's a it's a, um, a very distasteful thing to wear a, oh, a medal you haven't scumbag. earned. Of, of any of any kind, but that's like, would you, if somebody came down the street and they were wearing an Olympic gold medal and they'd never been in the Olympics? Oh, I got to get me an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. You know, I mean, expensive. right. There, there's, there's that, there's. I, I would, I would tend to, I would tend to agree with it. I think it's distasteful, but there's a lot of things that people do that I think are distasteful. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, a better thing to do is to brand the guy for being the. Well, that's that's kind of what I said, you know, that's kind of what I said to some of the people that were like saying, oh, that should be against the law and everything. I said, no, what you should do is come out and list those people as scumbags. Right. Post their pictures around so that it's more of an embarrassment thing, because, you know, I I really don't think it should be against the law. I, I would agree. I don't even know how you can make a law that says what somebody can wear. Well, even if it is a medal. See, that's the scary part of right. it is once you say that, then you can ban fat people from spandex. <laughs> right. Old Greek guys from Speedo. Where is the bad in this? Greek guys. But <laughs> they might get rid of thongs on, you know, like 20-something-year-old bimbos. That would be horrific. That would be horrible. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily feel like uh, that should be, you know, there were people calling for a law about that and stuff, and it's like... I, I, yeah, I can't. I I don't. I don't. I don't think it would be constitutional to begin with. 
Right. I don't think it'd be constitutional. Well, that's, that's kind of what that's kind of what the court case was. Is that you know it's your First Amendment right to. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a freedom of expression. Yeah. I mean, and it it, it is no matter how crappy it is. It's yeah. just it's just like somebody we were talking about before. It's like somebody wearing a swastika out in public, right? Yeah. You can't. It's that's been tested. You know that 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 is a freedom of expression and. As much as we don't like it, you can stand there and call the person, uh, you know, a complete loser, but uh, you can't tell somebody, you know, how they express themselves, no matter how offensive it is, like putting up a statue. Yeah. Well, you know. It, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, Phil. <laughs> hey, that got personal right there, Ken. I mean, that was just that was just so wrong. But it was the uh, Ninth Circuit Court uh, said that, you know, unfortunately— there's nothing really illegal about that, right? And there's a lot of there's a lot of military and veterans organizations that are pissed. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I I understand being mad, but I also understand that. You know, the, it, it, it gets it, it gets really it gets a little tough when it, you get into the whole area. Slope. It is, and when you start messing with people's freedom of expression, you know, it's one of the things that people that you know, uh, as much as I find it distasteful. The whole thing about burning the American flag, you know, I right. think I think the people that burn the American flag should be derided. Unfortunately, it's a form of protest, as disrespectful as it might be. You got to be careful about messing with things like that, because, like you said, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Wow, we're political today. Wow, we really did. Yeah. We should probably stop that. <laughs> uh, or we can stay on politics. Okay. Uh, but but you know what? Let's let's do a little light and stay away from that for a minute. Mm-hmm. We'll do a little bit of a light story. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about El Chapo with the fake story about El Chapo going to war with ISIS. And I still believe it was true. I I, I would love to believe <laughs> yes. it was true. On another show, Ken and I are a part of. We talked about El Chapo's big prison escape. That's right. You know, he had that, like, electric underground motorcycle on rails. I mean, mm-hmm. straight out of James Bond kind yeah. of prison escape. Yeah. Or at least Austin Powers. That's right. Um, but unfortunately, El Chapo got caught. I don't want uh, uh, to I don't want to say unfortunately because there's another prison break waiting to happen. That should make our news. Yeah, because he, he's El Chapo. He got caught because he got interviewed by <laughs> Sean, Sean Penn, an extreme left-wing radical. Uh, probably on the edge of being a terrorist, and I'm sure he left a trail of crabs right to where El Chapo was. <laughs> I like that. That was pretty mean. Yeah, is so. I watched a bunch of news store, uh, stations over the weekend, and they were like debating on whether or not Sean Penn's life's in danger. Mm. In, in danger from the cartel. From the cartel, because hey, you led to our boss being captured. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't think so because um, I we don't know all the facts yet and whether or not that the way they caught him was by tracing. Well, they've already said that. They they, they caught him through intel gained from Sean Penn oh, from his interview. Intel from the interview itself. Yeah. Well, El Chapo had final right, final review on the interview. Well, I th- I think it was more like check the cell phone kind of. Why would they have known that he, uh, that he was going to go talk to El Chapo unless you're they saying you say he keyed him? Back I, number one, Sean Penn would never give up any willingly give up any information. Well, he probably called his buddy. You remember uh, this guy in hit himself House. in the head on Ridgemont High with a tennis shoe. <laughs> yeah, he's not a very bright Spicoli. guy. He's Spicoli. <laughs> Spicoli. Uh I think I think I think maybe he is in danger. I, not that I feel bad for him. Yeah, you know, you, you do stupid things, you know, hey. You want to yeah, make a hero, I don't know. You, you know, I, you're trying to make a hero out of a scumbag. Yeah, didn't we have some guy from CNN interviewed uh, Obama uh, Obama bin uh, <laughs> I can't even think of his name now. Osama. Osama, Osama bin Barack bin Laden. <laughs> Osama bin Obama. Obama oh, whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah, yes. some guy from CNN interviewed him in, in a cave, if I remember, about 15 years ago. Yeah, but that was before he was like number one. I mean, that was no. It was it, after. It was after. It was in a cave, and it was in a cave oh, when he was hiding out in oh, northern right. Pakistan. So, so in other words, if you're a criminal bad guy, don't trust Sean Penn. 
I don't think Sean. If they track Sean Penn, he didn't. They they didn't do it with Sean Penn's agreement because Sean Penn kind of thinks El Chapo's a hero. Yeah. If you re- if you read the article, I did oh, read the yeah. article. Yeah. And in the article, it makes it clear that you know he 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 let the guy basically say that. The, and he said himself in the article that the reason that there's El Chapo's is because Americans are are you know drug induced slobs basically he would and know we created yeah he would he know. would know right exactly and it wasn't blaming the seller he was blaming the consumer yeah right yeah. well i mean that is that's the proper thing right to do. right you know and and right. all the and the what close to thirty thousand drug-related homicides that could be tracked back to el chapo yeah. that's that's just stupid people that needed right. to be thinned thin in the herd right exactly you know so i, I when has I, sean penn ever said or done anything that made any sense at all that wasn't scripted to begin with. I can't even think when he made sense when he was scripted. No, he Spicoli, he made sense. Did he? That was the last time. I don't remember him making sense at Spicoli. Sure, he said, that's my skull! Oh, yeah. <laughs> it made perfect sense to me. He was hitting with a tennis shoe. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Who was the old guy that beat him up, the teacher? That guy was a riot. Ray Walston. Yes! Yeah. That guy was a riot. Yeah. Uh, when we get back, Ken, what are we going to get into? Uh, we're actually going to talk about uh, how to deal with uh, a girlfriend, a wife, significant other that you just can't get through to. You can't make a point. Oh, yes. That's, we should have talked about that when we talked about the hate flight. All right. Welcome back to You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com. I had to get that in one time so I could say I did my part for the show. Yes, and now I can leave. Thank you, thank you. I can leave now. Hey, if you like the show, share it. You know, it's a new show, yes, so we're trying to do. we're trying to build up share an audience. It, share like it, like it. it. It's on uh, iTunes. It's on uh, Google Plus, Google Play Music. Google Play Music. So you can be have put, put up if it's someplace you get music. Um, that if it's not up on some place that you get stuff and you want it up there, let us know. We'll try and put it up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're getting it from a source that you normally don't get podcasts or something from, right? Uh, wherever you know, we're trying to build the show, trying to trying yeah, to make and, this and, a re- and a review would be nice too. Yeah, if a review it's a positive on iTunes, review. If you don't like the show, uh, just go away. Yeah, if you don't like the show, you don't have to listen. No, you don't have to listen. It's not mandatory anymore. So, uh, uh, to all our listeners out there who have ever thought that their girlfriend, or in my case, wife, uh, had a head made of concrete because you just couldn't get through to her. You know, you just couldn't get mm-hmm, through to mm-hmm. her. Um, there's a German man who agrees with you. Uh, so, he strangled and dismembered his wife. Oh! And then entombed her head in concrete. And then he used the concrete block as a weight to drown himself in an Austrian lake last Tuesday. How did we go until he did that? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Why? Police said the couple were a were a 72-year-old man and his 71-year-old wife from Germany. Uh, they didn't provide any more further identity beyond that. They said reporters that the head was found in a, bla- a block of concrete in a bag attached to the man's hand, and the other hand was also weighed down. The corpse and the bag were recovered by police divers from the waters of the uh, Tron Sea on Monday. Uh, a day earlier, two suitcases containing the remains of the woman, the other parts that he didn't seal in concrete, uh, floated to the uh, shore of the lake. And this is uh, near the town of Gmudden. I'm guessing that he finally did get through to her, though. <laughs> you know? Or he didn't, and that's what you have to do. <laughs> that, 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 that. See, had he gone and saw Hateful Eight, he would have known what to do. Okay, I'm gonna have to see this movie now. You're gonna, you're gonna have to see. This movie. I hate to say, I hate to say that. I'll have to see this movie, but I thought that was kind of entertaining. Wow. Yeah. That's um, using your wife's head as to a way to kill yourself. That's where I kind of. It's gr- imaginative. It, it's creative. I will. I will give him a ten for creativity. He could have just had a block of concrete, and it would have worked, right? 
Yeah. But this way he gets the benefit of putting her head in the concrete and saying, you know what? I kept thinking you one of these days that you were going to kill me, and finally it happened. You know, here's here's what concerns me about it is is that why not do the whole body in the concrete and just Hey, maybe he didn't have enough. No. So, I mean, he had a spare suitcase. (laughs) You cut the head off, say, I only got enough concrete for the head. You put the rest of the body in the suitcase. You dump the suitcase off the bridge, right, into the lake. And then you uh, put her head in concrete, and you let her head take you to the bottom because probably your head's been killing you for years. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And it's so full of hot air, you have to surround it in concrete (laughs) or it would flow. I get it. All right. I I think it makes perfect sense. that's, that's, That's just rough, but okay. Uh, about 30 years ago, I spent some time in uh, Naples, Italy. Cool. And what stood out to me is what an absolute pigsty that city was. <laughs> I mean, I've never been to a- Naples, though. Absolute pigsty. Uh, people to- tossed their trash out their windows, and the city just kind of dumped it all on the outskirts of the city. In New York, we call that Shirley Mastic. <laughs> okay. But okay. But apparently the people of Paris are even bigger pigs. About- Not shocking. <laughs> I know. About 200 years ago, Napoleon commissioned a, commissioned a canal in the city, and the citizens of the quote-unquote city of lights have used that as their personal dr- uh, trash receptacle ever since. That was very common. Ancient Rome, you want to get rid of something, throw it ancient in the river. Rome, a- England, a- medieval England. A- ancient Rome, 800 years ago. Paris, 200 years ago. They're slow. Uh, Black Plague, let's just throw our trash in the river. Right, well, that makes Where sense. Where we probably drink out Anything of as well. Get rid of more and French. we swim in. Right, but right? You're, only, you're only killing off the French. So, But that was back then. They use it as their personal trash bin now. It's been about 15 years since Paris last cleaned the Canal St. Martin, long enough for the bottom of the waterway to accumulate thousands of wine and beer bottles, dozens of bicycles, and at least one gun. Uh, the scenic area along the canal has become what the local paper calls the French capital's hipster epicenter. Ahead of this week's cleanup, authorities had to drain a major portion of the canal and ev- evacuate what turned out to be tons of fish. And Parisians have been amassing on the bridges to see what kind of mud-covered treasures the canal yields. And probably some of them are lo- hoping that like somebody they know doesn't come up. You know, yeah, right. right? Like, you know, like somebody's head in concrete. So the last cleanup of canal took place in 2001. It yielded unexploded shells from World War One, gold coins, uh, a few safes and about 40 tons of trash. Okay. The current cleanup is still underway, but authorities have already found tons more trash, including signs, suitcases, carpets. And for some reason that no one seems to understand, a huge number of chairs. And shopping carts. I'm looking at pictures. Yes. There's shopping. Bubbles is going to be there. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think shopping carts. Uh, residents say there seems to be more trash than ever this time around, and they blame the increase on the hip young newcomers that they have nicknamed Bobos. Bobos? Right. Which is apparently French for slobs. Slob. Look, there's scooters in there. I'd throw a scooter yeah. in the canal, too. A, uh, a local resident said that Paris uh, is filthy. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Where's the news? <laughs> they're trying to keep it clean. They're burying it under no, wait, water. The news is they're trying to clean it? Wow. Do I have time for one more story? Yeah, sure. Why okay. Not? So, I, I don't know. Phil, do you get hay fever? Allergies? No, I'm you just don't. allergic You're lucky. to stupid people. You're lucky. Okay, I do. I get, I get hay fever... Uh, you know, kind of in the spring, but really bad in the fall. I get okay. I get a lot of uh, hay fever in the fall. And um, apparently the reason that people have hay fever and allergies in general is because their ancestors couldn't keep their hands off sexy Neanderthals. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm ready. Okay. This comes out from with two new studies in the American Journal of Human Genetics. Uh, Neanderthals and a second now extinct hominid, the Denisovans. I've heard of them. See, okay. I'm, I'm, I love all that stuff. I on think that's actually a fan of one of our, our, our show, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Right? 
He actually used to do a British Superbike report. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, they were living in Europe and Asia for hundreds of thousands of years before humans arrived and were well adapted to local pathogens. Okay. Like pollens and things like that. When humans showed up and started interbreeding, they took on some of the Neanderthal and Denisovan genes. According to, to you have studies. to be to go out of your species. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think I have a few times. Valid <laughs> <laughs> point. Okay. Um, you know, I was actually, because it was on, oh, crap, what was the name of that movie? With uh, Clay from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Hellboy? No, 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 no. Ten thousand BC? No, it wasn't ten thousand BC. You keep going with okay. the story. I'll find it. All right. Well, anyway, um, three genes, three genes that have to do with innate immunity in modern humans show more similarities to Neanderthal and Denisovan genomes than the rest. Uh, the innate immunity is the body's first response to pathogens and other foreign substances, like an allergic response. Quest for fire. Okay, quest for fire. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was on, and uh, right. they went out of species there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. Uh, the three genes from Neanderthal and the Denisovans are key components of innate immunity and provide an important first line of immune defense against bacteria, fungi, parasites, and general pollens. Uh, but there's a trade-off. Because some of us can blame Neanderthals for our susceptibility to common allergies like hay fever. That's because these genes that helped ancient humans ward off disease in a new world can cause the body to overreact to minor, my, minor, wow, I'm having problems tonight. You're struggling. Not, I am having problems. To minor foreign substances such as pollen. So there you go. Don't screw with the Neanderthals. Too late. Stay in your species when you're having sex. Stay in your species. You Quest, try to do Quest that. for Fire was a very underrated movie. Do I have enough time for one more story? You literally have like two and a half minutes. Okay, I can get one more Kick story. Kick it out. Then. Okay, today's lesson, lesson for the partying Latino single mother is that <laughs> rats make lousy babysitters. You know, you, you'd ask before we started the show, you said, do you know what to feed rats? My question was going to be Sean Penn rats or the animal rats. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But okay, so Mexican people don't use rats as babysitters? Is it, that what they, they, no, it's a lesson for partying Latino single mothers. Partying okay. ones. Partying. That rats make lousy babysitters. Mexican officials believe that a pack of hungry rats killed a four-month-old baby girl by biting the infant to death while the mother was partying out of town for two days. Lisbeth Geronima Fuentes Munjilla who's 18, went out on Sunday, and when she returned to her home uh, near Mexico City on Tuesday morning, she found the baby life- lifeless on a cot. <coughs> her, her daughter's face, fingers, and torso had numerous chew marks, and paramedics pronounced her dead when they arrived at the gruesome scene. Uh, uh, the Frontes neighbor told local media that the single mother allegedly left the infant in care of the grandmother before heading out to go dance at a party. The... <laughs> which lasted two days, apparently. The mother and grandmother were both arrested and taken to a lo- local police station for questioning. They should be beat. They should be beat? They should be. Oh, my God. They should be beat. That's that's horrible, leaving your kid. Well, she left it, she left it in the care of the grandmother, and the grandmother apparently probably figured that the rats made nice pets. Well, the, the grandmother should be beat. Somebody should well, be Well, they're beat. both arrested. They're both arrested, so I think they're probably both going to get... I mean, technically, with, I think you're supposed to leave kids in the care of somebody you believe is capable. Well, she probably thought that the grandmother was capable. Yeah, because the grandmother was probably, what, 25 years old, 30, <laughs> 30 something like that. In Mexico? Yeah, probably. Uh, is that racist? Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, sorry. Uh, but anyway, so so the baby got eaten by the rats. That's that's just that's just horrible. Yeah, but I, I know that babysitters don't make good... Um, well, rats don't make good babysitters. I would know that. And wouldn't you, Phil? Yes, I would. Phil, you look like you're distracted. Uh, no, I. <laughs> I almost screwed up. <laughs> almost screwed up. And I looked over at the clock and I said, "Oh, wait, I got time for one." No, I don't. Oh, okay. Almost screwed up. All right. Well, lessons learned. All right. Lessons well, that's, that's all the time we have for this week's show. As the music in the background can tell you, so make sure you check back next week. You never know what we're going to talk about. And we don't true. even know what we're going to talk about. We normally don't know what we're going to talk about till Tuesday right before the show. That's true. 